Welcome to the Up and Over podcast, where a bunch of marks discuss pro wrestling, where everything's a work and their opinions don't even matter. Mm. Introducing first, the host with the most, coming live from his living room that looks like a guest bedroom. This is Casey El Gordo Gringo. Fuck Corey Graves. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Alongside him, we have our up and over uh, weekly tag team champions. Firstly, we have the man, the myth, the legend, um, the Hulk Hogan hater himself, uh, Patty. What's good? What's good? I don't know. The black metal enthusiast, old Cortland there. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> Cortland there. Wow. Old Cortland there. <laughs> you changed it up on him, huh? Le Padre. It's fine. I mean, he is a, he is a, a new dad, but I don't Le want to drive Padre, yo. Drivish, you know? that's, that's, that's Cortland's new name, dude. Le Padre. Yeah. The Padre. That's good. El Padre and El, El Padre. Y'all are the new tag team. We just figured that out. <laughs> there it is. And then we have, of course, the home run hitter, the Cadillac Cowboy himself. It's Big Ethan. Up, and then Poppy? I'm, uh, I'm just Mike. <laughs> no big money? Where's the money? Uh, listen, Matt Hardy dropped it. I have to drop it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's like that was yes! <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just Mike. It's fine. It's uh, fucking Ethan, Mike, I guess. Ethan, I know that you wanted to discuss something before we jump into this fucking tragic situation that is this. Incident. Great time that we're about to have. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so if I you know could we, spare uh, us for five minutes, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so we normally talk about stuff that's happened this week in wrestling, so I wanted to throw something out there. It's a little change of pace from what we normally talk about, because uh, everybody knows I watch a lot of Japanese wrestling. So I wanted to talk about DDT for a little bit. Um, for those who don't know, DDT is kind of where Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi got their start. Um, but they've been doing some really good shit here recently. And this week, actually, so back in like 1998, Kenta Kabashi, somebody I know everyone knows, uh, he had a stable in all Japan called The Burning. And it was him and Jun Akiyama and some other people. And obviously, it's a pun off The Burning Hammer and, you know, everything Kabashi was known for. Well, on Tuesday, so actually yesterday, they formed the new Burning in DDT with Kenta Kabashi's blessing. And uh, Jun Akiyama is in it because he still wrestles, even though he's like fucking 60 years old. And he's still great. Um, so they reformed it as the new Burning and they made Tetsuya Endo, who is like a big guy in DDT, the leader. So I just thought that was really cool to be bringing. You know, 2021 is crazy and wrestling as it is. Yeah. And for that to be going on over there. And then on top of it, um, if you want to check out DDT, they have a show on December 26th. And Minoru Suzuki is wrestling for them for the first time in two years. Shit, man. And he's teaming with Maki Ito. Ooh. Which that team, I never would have thought of it, but that's going to be fucking crazy to see. Yes, but, yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so there's a talking. few things that I have <laughs> jotted down for uh, this week. I'm just going to run through them because there's not a whole lot to talk about. <clears throat> uh, but uh, John Blackjack Lanza passed away. So um, everyone in his family, we appreciate all the. It's hard to put into words how much he meant to the wrestling community. Uh, I really hope that a lot of people go out of their way to check out a lot of his work. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggins is cancer-free, which is a big win. Um, Jonah has made an announcement he'll be working in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, 
And he's also going to have an open door policy and pretty much jump wherever he wants, it seems, which is super cool. He's uh, also in the uh, Battle of Los Angeles for PWG. Oh, sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got announced. Alex Shelley got announced. And fuck, who was the other one? I can't remember. But yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, super cool for him. Uh, Kyle Riley and Johnny Gargano are saying goodbye to NXT, it seems. Who knows what's up for either of them, but uh, they did their farewell Tuesday and a uh, small one at War Games. Um, Raw drew a new record low in demo and viewers uh, this week. <laughs> really, really, really. Um, also, Jack Evans of AEW says he's being extorted by Mexico police over drug charges. What? That's Jack Evans. Bro, that was the wildest fucking thing I've read. <laughs> This weekend, yeah. he uh, was yeah. No, I don't. I'm not going to speculate on it. If there's anything else that comes out about, we'll obviously talk about it next week or possibly Friday at Pro Wrestling Reviews. Check that out. If, yes, sir. If Jack Evans is being extorted, and I'm not saying anything bad one way or the other, I feel mm-hmm. bad for Jack Evans. Ethan and I have a weird bond about Jack Evans. He is one of the funniest humans in the world. However, uh, he's in one of the craziest lucha matches I've ever seen in my life. Right. There's videos of him falling down the steps in uh, in Lucha Underground, and it's my favorite thing. Like just in the background, just casually. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it in the. I'll send it in the. Fact, fact, this fact, man fact. is <laughs> insane. This man um, did a moonsault off of a cage to the floor in a tank top in 2004. And yeah, a do rag. And a do rag. And a do rag. But all I'm going to say is, and I don't want to have a discussion. I'm just going to throw it out there. Is it far-fetched that Jack Evans is in Mexico wanting drugs? Is that no, far-fetched? No. No. That man. <laughs> we'll find out. He's I mean, out of his damn mind. We should interview um, him. He should be our first <laughs> podcast guest. Yeah, we may as well bring Teddy Hart on, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring the boys on. No, no, no. What's his whole thing? His whole thing is, like, cats, right? I don't know. He's a fucking weird guy. Uh, Kevin Blackwood uh, was the other uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, Kevin okay. Blackwood, yep. Yeah. So, uh, just a few more things. Brian Gowertz announced that he'll be writing a book about his time as head writer for WWE. Uh, he announced that. So, uh, you can only imagine what's going to come up through there. Uh, Shawn Michaels has said that the NXT 2.0 is still ran by the Triple H team, and they're only going in direction that the team, Vince, and uh, corporate wants the direction to go, but all people are supposedly still in place. Um, and I'm, lastly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sean, shut the fuck up. That, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way you can take any. Oh, you can, you're making me mad. You can take any. Let's just, okay. We, War Games just happened. Get take your off. Get your any off. of the original. Uh, take any of the of the Triple H for sure black and gold War Games pay per views and put it side by side with what we what some of us watched this weekend and tell yeah. me that those are ran by the same people. Oh, you didn't no. absolutely love War Games this weekend. <laughs> I watched without question you. one of the worst war game matches I've ever seen it. in my entire life. I'm gonna tell you just because we're friends. I I implore you to watch the the women's war game no, no, match. No, 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 no. It just is. Oh, are we friends? If you're telling me to do that, I'm gonna yeah, because yeah, <laughs> because it's important, right? Would you rather watch war games from this past weekend? Here it comes. There it comes. Or Insurrection 2003. War Games? Uh, war Games, 100%. Yeah, 100%. This <laughs> fucking pay-per-view that we're about to cover. The last sure. thing that I wanted to say, Cortland, I don't think you have it written down. Um, I do. It's, I, it's, I do. 
Uh, oh, I do. Uh, Jeff Hardy was sent home um, this week uh, from a live event. And I know that we do make a lot of jokes about drugged up Jeff Hardy and shit. Um, but if this gets any, you know, right. if it is as serious as previous situations, we just want Jeff to be healthy yep. and happy. And if that means stepping away from the ring, if it's too much, for the love of God, man, please step away. Take care of your family. Put your yeah, put you and your family so, first. Yeah. So much like, more important than this fucking. He's um, given enough. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Above and beyond, dude. You've done it's nothing beyond like enough. Um, I actually just got the uh, Jeff Hardy and Undertaker Raw ladder match set. Oh, sick. Uh, as soon as I saw it, dude, I was like, oh, I, I have, have to. to have this. It's my favorite match. Speculation ever. on it is it was an abdomen injury. Holding his stomach on the walk out, he's very. It was. It was. I heard that, but like it's. I heard the same that it was either like, oh, he got his bell rung and he just he knew he needed to walk away and get checked out, or like he had a nagging injury that got worse during the match. Um, But I just, I just want to touch note on like if there is a problem, um, if you know that you've had a problem in the past and you know that there's something that triggers it, stay away from it. Yeah. The only thing it's going to do is just hurt the people that care about you. And more important, importantly, it's going to hurt you the most. Um, so best wishes to Jeff and Matt and their family. Yes. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we see Jeff Hardy get a world title run in the next couple of years. Yeah, somebody just needs if to call him this man and tell him that he don't need to do this shit no more. Well, the thing that scares me the most is that it seems like anytime Jeff has, has ever gotten any, like, a jetpack put on him, you know what I mean? Like anytime they're about to send this man to the moon, it's so much pressure that he walks away. And like yeah. looking at the events that have transpired, like him being in the main event of these live events, like with Roman Reigns, them testing the waters on that, and him doing this, uh, like Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold, them doing a full like whole Peacock Network spread of Jeff Hardy, like Literally the whole thing for a whole week was Jeff Hardy. And it feels like any time that they start being like, all right, Jeff, like, thank God you're doing great. We're about to run with it. It's just too much for him. And he dips. Yeah. And I, I just really don't want it to be the case, man. I just want him to be healthy. Yeah. Um, the other piece, we all love Jeff Hardy. I think that's a collective thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. The, the other piece that came out, Dave Meltzer, and I, I'm, take Meltzer's words for you know what they are Um, he said that the next in line after Vince leaves WWE is Nick Khan yeah I was gonna write that down but yeah it like hurts my brain to think about dude it blows my mind what what has Nick Khan done to earn this spot the lot like the reasoning Mm -hmm. behind it was he was like it's not just like a dis- is a, it's a board decision and I'm like yeah you're talking at your ass that the board would make someone that's literally just stepped into the company take over this when it's like oh I don't know there's like a, a whole fucking lineage of, of McMahons that would be more than willing to take over and yeah. well I feel family. like a piece of it is everyone for years like fans especially being like oh Triple H Paul let it be Paul let him take it you know why not and then it feels like they tested it with NXT, and then he had a heart attack, and now it's 2.0. Well, it was... Yeah, I mean, it realistically, was, like... 
it was they gave like they him, him he failed it and they were like all right what's next and that's bored yep. well, oh yeah i don't yep. even know if it's necessarily if i mean granted he wasn't competing against anyone but like he, nxt did fine for quite some oh, time and then awesome. and then nick yeah he has he there. he well then he you know we have like the the wednesday night wars happened and there was like the bumps that went with that but like also like i don't feel like we they gave anyone gave it enough time to really kind of settle itself yeah. they immediately pulled the reins they threw them on to fucking tuesday and then it's like yeah he ends up having heart problems and then it's like they just were like all right well we're just gonna take it from him. Like he did yeah, fine like, for like watch. fucking four. I literally just like just to get my mind off of having to watch Insurrection. I I decided to watch NXT Arrival. So like the first official takeover. Yeah. It is the first live event to have ever happened on the network. Mm-hmm. It it went live before it was it was like their test dummy before WrestleMania thirty. Like that's how much everyone gave a shit about NXT. And then look where we're at now with it. It's like if you just let the man do his job again, Ron things will be Breaker. fine. Oh, I, feel, <laughs> I think AEW it just. I think right it now. If you look at AEW right now, dude, look how much Triple H's fingerprints are all over that company. Look at all those people that are over there. Even if they were in the indies before, you can tell the difference between when they were in the indies and then when they came out of WWE. And how yeah. much they progressed, and you know that it is a hundred percent because they spent time with him and Albert and all oh, these Michaels. people. They have it in Shawn Michaels. I knew you were gonna get it in there. Um, what did he say? Sean and Sean, big yeah, I just, guy. I just mentioned Sean. You know, uh, Ethan. What were you gonna um, say? I don't know. It's a lot to unpack. But like, first off, I think NXT just lost its vision. You know, it started off great, and then it ran. What's what's the face for? I uh I would what, just what? disagree, but it's okay. Well, my thing is, it starts off good, and they ran that that this the 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 little formula that was working, and they ran it fucking dry. Yeah. And to me, that's losing what you were doing because you had something great, and then you ran it. You didn't take it and hone it. You didn't take yeah. your vision and hone it and craft it. Figure out how to work around pushing this formula you like the most and building your undercard around it. Instead, well, it was the whole cards, the main match. Everything's the same. Go, 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 fucking go. I think it's a combination of they wanted everyone to go, and then even though they tried really hard to tell everyone, oh, it's it's not a it's not a developmental system. It's its own it's its own product. But you knew every single time, guy comes in, guy becomes champion. Guy loses title. Guy goes yep. to fucking main roster. Yep. That was the same yep. fucking thing over and over again. You had like the one underlier being like Gargano. Like somehow, yeah. <laughs> Triple yeah. H was like, "You keep that child down here." <laughs> but then every single time they would go up to the main roster, something would go wrong with their character. Yep, and that's well, they it. tried Best to make, uh, They tried to get DIY. They did like a raw. Yeah. With somebody, and then Tommaso Ciampa got injured yeah. in the match, and they immediately were like, "Go oh, back to NXT," and then they <laughs> just fucking back down there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, like healthy as can be, but probably like, one of the best he was in WWE. In my opinion, sure. was right then in that moment, and they could have just let him have this little run mid card U.S. Intercontinental Championship if he wanted. And I think he would have done great. Not taking away his work after that in NXT. 
because I mean it's fucking awesome too. Um, but you know, but yeah, it's like to Ethan's point though. It's like I felt like they they were finally starting to do something back in like 2018, 2019 when they got the the North American title. Or it's like, oh fuck, they're actually giving give them like a mid card title for this and like kind of keep everyone down there. But then it was like the they have two titles, or they have like the next title, and then it's like the same shit was still happening. It was like you either got the North American title or you got the NXT title, and then when you were done with one of those, you just oh, moved to the fuck on. Like you just you left. Like, yeah. and if they just would have kept like, it in house, I don't think we'd be having a conversation of who would be taking over at this point. Like, yeah, it's like is it developmental or is it just like it literally was like WWE's indie? You know, it's like yeah. hey, let's sign the indies, have our own indie, or you know, because to me, if it's developmental, you're wanting to. Admittedly, some of these guys are already seasoned, but everyone can use work, especially some of these indie guys who don't know how to do nothing but spots. But it didn't seem like they were ever fully groomed to be that main roster talent. It was like Triple H wanted them to be that, but Vince didn't give a rat's ass. He was like, yeah, Triple H, have your indie. You know? And then Triple H would get one or two in the door. Some of them would work. Some of them wouldn't. It just I don't think they were ever on the same page of what they wanted with Never. NXT. And so it, it failed, you know? All right, fellas, oh, yeah. let's dive into this fucking page. We had insurrection God. from Newcastle, England. Go ahead, bud. <laughs> WWE insurrection, June seventh, two thousand three, Newcastle, England, at the Telwest Arena. It was sold out. This was the fourth and final insurrection. Ten thousand people in attendance. This is the first Raw exclusive pay per view. After the Big Four and is broadcast exclusively in the United Kingdom under Skybox Sports. Following this event, WWE didn't produce another pay-per-view outside of North America until 2018. Yep. Damn. Jesus. Yep. I did not know the greatest, Yeah, the, the greatest Royal Rumble That's was the first crazy, one really. in borderline 15 years or whatever the fuck. What a shit yeah. show. I must have knew this shit sucked ass. <laughs> oh, you could you yeah. could tell going into this that they gave zero fucks zero about this fucks. event. My yeah, favorite yeah. thing is the the, the progression of the audience that like as we get to the main event, you can almost hear them like, "We got fucking duped for how much money for these tickets? Like this <laughs> yeah. thing fucking sucks." Uh, so I don't want to cut off the the intro that that wonderful note man over here takes. Uh, but I had watched the raw leading up to this. This is the Peacock version, so all the so so this is the Peacock version. So there's none of their commercials or anything. An hour and twenty one minutes into that raw was the only time they referenced the fact that they're even going to be in England. Yep. Not that it's insurrection. Not that there's gonna be like it's a, a pay per view, like an exclusive pay per view event. They just go, oh, and by the way. We'll be next this Sunday. We'll be in Newcastle, and then the entire Raw is just like in two weeks. Though we have an actual pay per view that we give a fuck about. Yep. It is. I was like, are they gonna bring it up once? It's an hour and a half long. An hour and twenty one minutes in, they're like, oh, and by the way, yes. Uh, well, for that, we get a weird ass opening pay per view promo here and the voiceover work made me audibly laugh because it was fucking awful it's like um, they forgot and they like pulled someone they're like hey you you come here 
Can you read this yeah, for me real fast? Like, it feels like ancient aliens is narrating <laughs> pro wrestling. Like it was fucking awful, dude. Um, and like, there's even a wolf howl, and then like you see like a little skeleton and like a fucking. Cr- it makes no sense. Like it's, it's not Halloween. No. It's fucking June. It's June. <laughs> but uh, Austin the coolest and part about this intro. The, that's the coolest part about it. Austin yeah, and Bischoff, Austin Bischoff presents. presents. Yeah. Yeah. Insurrection. Yep. Which uh, was really cool. And uh, JR welcomes us, and King immediately screams puppies, puppies. as Trish Stratus music hits. Because Jerry <laughs> and it's here we go. Jerry I just want to. is a dog. I they just... were fucking on one in the I... United Kingdom. They were like, oh, I drank the whole fucking flight here. I'm fucking round up. Like, this shit is awful. It is bad. I for just mega horny this entire night. Dude, it's mega so bad. Horny. I just wanted to note though that like the insurrection song, like you know, because every yeah. every pay per view's got a song. It literally just sounds like the like instrumental karaoke version of the band. You remember the band Bush from like the early two thousands? Oh, yeah. You know their song. Mach- good. You know their song oh. Machine Head. It sounds, oh, I swear to God, listen to this song and then listen to that song, and you're like, it's the same fucking song. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, oh, we literally, it's like the worst graphics and voiceover work for an intro of a pay per view, and then literally it's just like puppies it's the fucking like he almost he almost cuts off jr while he's doing the oh, yeah. intro to be like shut the oh, fuck he up <laughs> oh he's been waiting on, he was waiting on that fucking light to come on baby yep so uh like, shut your fucking mouth jr this is uh for the women's championship uh so it's trish stratus versus jazz and Theodore Long is with Jazz, of course, and he demands the crowd to give. Oh, <laughs> come on, Pat! I've been waiting on this. Theodore Long fucks up, and he says, "Because we all know Jazz's shit was the bitches back and the bitches black. That was your whole thing." Theodore Long comes in and he says, "Everybody, give, everybody, give a standing ovation." For the bitches black. <laughs> and I swear to God, dude. I rewind I did I rewinded this shit like 30 times, man. He's <laughs> like, give a standing ovation for the bitches black. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is amazing. <laughs> this is gonna be a disastrous pay-per-view. And my, my favorite thing too is you see his eyes dot a little bit right after he says it. He's like, <laughs> like what the fuck did I just say? But he couldn't correct it. No, he no, was. I mean, and King, and I, I love how King and Jr. don't say anything. No, King and Jr. don't mention it. They don't comment. Yeah. They don't say a fucking word. Which is surprising, <laughs> considering who's doing commentating yeah. on this. Yes, yeah. I'm shocked. And speaking of commentating, the next thing I have written down it was as soon as the bell rang. Jr. made a comment about. Uh, he's like, well, something like, I hope. You can only hope that her top comes off or some shit like that. <laughs> and even King was like, "Whoa, Jr." <laughs> we have we have an unhinged yes. horny Jr. tonight, and it's horny fucking... Jim Ross. Jim Ross and fucking in, in overseas crazy. This Julia, is a horny yeah, 
He was just saying some wild shit. I was uh-huh. just and, like, okay. and the thing is, I'm I think my, JR fed off the crowd because 20 seconds in, they're chanting, we want puppies. Dude, I wrote, I wrote down, it literally is, it's bell rings, collar and elbow tie up. And almost immediately upon that lockup, it's just, we want puppies. Like, yeah. it is, I was like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? It's the loudest <laughs> chant of the night. It's, yeah. it, yeah. it's yeah. that, and then them yelling at Earl Hebner. That's the only two things. Yeah. yeah. Um, not, to, not to jump ahead. The only thing that I have written down, other than, like, a little bit of a breakdown, um, two things. Firstly, I'm perturbed, and I get it, right? Jim Ross, I'm going to quote jr in a second but i'm perturbed by sexist jerry the king lawler almost as much as racist jerry the king lawler with that said there is a moment in the match where jazz has uh trish stratus and a boston crab and jerry the king lawler says she's a few inches from the rope and she grabs the rope and without missing a beat jr says and that's one occasion where a couple of inches did her all the good in the world (laughs) <laughs> God, I just yeah. horny it's, Jim Ross was unhinged. And in to June just of and to still just kind of go with it because even like once again, fuck Lawler, but like even Lawler is like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like even he heard it was like, God damn, it was a mess. Well, the rundown for this match. I'm going to try to break it down for you. It's a great uh, victory roll from Trish Stratus. There's a long pulse from Trish's leg allowing Jazz to get, or long, Theodore long pulls Trish's leg allowing Jazz to get the upper hand. Brutal cross faces to Trish um, while a convincing headlock is put in. JR says, I don't think Jazz has spent much time in the kitchen. Yeah. I have hand written down. That's it. That's it. Trish does a handstand her karate um, and also does like in a matrix reversal style lean back uh, blocking a clothesline Stratus faction is reversed into a back suplex for a two count Trish does a Boston crab of her own and into an STF but Victoria gets a run in this allows Long to do the slowest cheat job I have ever seen in my life. It was this he was man, so kind about it, bud. He like he, gets in. He's okay. like, if I could use that for a demonstration, he comes up to her and just does this, <laughs> and then picks her up. Picks her up. So, her up. so so for any long time to figure so out. for anyone listening and that didn't get to see that wonderful demonstration, and also I implore you to never watch this collectively setting aside really fast this is like one of my favorite matches of the night but like teddy theodore long gets into the ring he grabs trish so what's supposed to happen is he's supposed to grab trish and throw her into the turnbuckle like in into the ring posts from the sec in between the second and third he takes a he takes a fucking step like goes eh, and like kind of releases Trish has to take three steps herself and then yeets herself into the ring post yeah it's the it's the women's equivalent to Batista taking that back bump from like Mark Henry I think it was like, yeah like, where he takes the, the three steps and fucking it, throws it, it, himself it, it, backwards yeah, yeah. I had to go back and watch because I was like I was like 
did I miss it? Like, it was a weird camera angle? No, he, like, takes a fucking half a step and just goes, okay, you're gonna do the rest. And she's like, fucking what? And she's like, oh, fuck. And, like, she takes, like, two solid steps and, like, dives into that ring post. And it doesn't do you any favors when you replay it over and over again and her shoulder does not touch it. It's, yeah, it's just because like, she had no, well, because she had no momentum, so she just I I give her credit for trying at least. Oh, but... I do too. But like, I don't give the dudes in the truck credit whenever they did a zoom up from another <laughs> angle of the outside the ring to at that corner, and it's like, dude, that just looked so bad. What bad. Y'all zoom in on the negatives. So this Two this stars. match um, this match real I, fast. It went ten minutes and forty five seconds. And what did it accomplish? Yeah, and I'm also I'm just gonna say once again, it's one of my favorite matches of the night. Yeah, because ultimately, it's not a bad match. Like they it's actually do a pretty no. good job. Jazz's Boston Crabs are pretty fucking bad, but like other than that, yeah. like literally from Bell up until Teddy decides that he's gonna interfere at the end, like it's a really good match. Like I was like, kudos to these girls, especially for it being the first match of the night, and. Yeah. Uh, granted, we missed Maven wrestle in the dark match, so I don't want to even we fucking miss talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Fuck Maven. Fuck Maven. Carlin, what'd you give it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gave this one two and a half stars. I enjoyed it. Um, it actually got a lot of time, uh, especially for women's wrestling in this era. I think it's the longest women's match that we've watched as yeah, yeah. a podcast. I think. Um, Honestly, like when I was like watching it and I re- and I wrote down the time, I was like, "So this is what we could actually accomplish if we gave them more than yeah. three and a half minutes." Yeah. I was like, "It wasn't that bad of a fucking cool night." Because match. watching this match, yeah, because watching this match, it did not feel like it was a ten minute match. It felt like it just felt like right. a solid good match, and it yeah. entertained me the entire time. Yeah, the uh, the ending annoyed me. However, I was pumped for uh, Victoria to to just show up. They flew her all the way out there to tell just a little bit more of this story. So, you know, I enjoyed that. Um, Matt, what'd you go? I gave it two, three. Um, I liked the match. I, uh, two and three you quarters? Said, you literally said what I was going to say. Two two and three quarters. Um, uh-huh. You literally said what I was going to say, Casey. Like, it was kind of proof of what we've been talking about for weeks. Like, what could happen if they actually got fucking time to wrestle this Trish Addison jazz beef. And then we saw what happened. And it was, it was a fucking solid-ass match. Yeah. Two and three quarters for me. No complaints. Ethan, you said two? No, nah, I'm sorry. I wasn't yeah, bad. <laughs> Casey, what you bad now. Everyone, everyone had super no, positive I mean, things to say. I, mean, I don't like, have anything bad to say. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, this happened. Yeah. It was <laughs> good. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Casey, where'd you go? I, I gave it two and three quarters. Like I said, it's... Woo! Y'all fucking swinging hard. Well, like I said, like I was like minus, like minus, literally the kind of the end there, and like I said, the couple of times that Jazz did do Boston crowds, I was like, God, those are really bad. Like Trish's, Trish's in the match wasn't much better, but like I was like, they're not the best, and they just kind of irritated me. But like I honestly thought, like given the spot that they were in to literally kick off this pay per view, like they did a good job. Yeah. I would have gone two and a quarter if the finish didn't suck ass cheeks, so I went too flat. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, I think, oops. just just to note, I think Jazz, this run she's on, I really love it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't remember it as much, but Jazz ruled. Um, yeah. I casually walked by her in Florida one day. It was very odd. It was a cool 
it was it was a wrestling thing, right? It was, was the bitch thing. back? Or? It was super weird. Yeah, I, I, I should have asked her. I choked. I fumbled the bag. Uh, moving forward, we had the uh, Intercontinental Championship coming up. We had uh, Christian, your champion, taking on Booker T. Um, Christian is sporting the new look. Uh, the he has oh, yeah. cut his long hair. I have rest in peace, long haired Christian. We hardly knew you on the podcast. We're gonna um, play. Racist King still lives. We're gonna play a and, quick game. Uh, and it's how fast does fucking Jerry the King Lawler say something racist? And it's before the bell rings. It's immediate. It is um, so fast. Racist King still lives, and I wish he would actually die. However, he did say one thing that made me laugh. Um, he said, you know it's a tough neighborhood when you see nine police cars on the block, and there's no donut shop. Pretty fucking Yeah, I, 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 I died. Honestly. I have... I have so many quotes from this match. Oh, I didn't I didn't go the racist Terry Lawler out though. I went Jim Ross route. Oh yes. here it is. What God. you gonna do, huh? Go home and change your diaper. That's JR. I love how all of these quotes come with no context. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing. I you gave you guys context. the exact setup for my quote with Jim Ross reaching for the rope. She grabbed it. I could have just said she, you know, that's the one couple time inches. Two inches helped her out. Like, God damn. I love that you have no so, context. It's my favorite thing. No, <laughs> you don't need context for this shit. Just think about this. Think about this. We're talking about he a man doesn't who have takes a lot of pictures. Jim Ross takes pictures of his toes getting done with his small 60 year old man bulge showing in the edge of it on Twitter. That is true. Fuck that's yeah. True. That's the kind of guy we're talking about here. I don't need context when he's talking about diapers. <laughs> would you rather listen to Jim Ross talk about uh, his horniness, or would you rather listen to Jerry the King? I would listen to Jim Ross talk. Oh, Jerry Lawler talk about horniness or race? race? Yeah, Jerry Lawler talk about horniness. I, I would like say Jr. because it's funny yo, I, and Jr. talking about being horny is probably my favorite thing in this time period. Yes, it's, oh, yeah, it's, good. it's great. <laughs> Because it's like, it's so Jerry, uncomfortable. Because it's like, like your like fucking Jerry grandfather Lawler. walking the, up and be like, "Hey, the problem you is, see my hard on from this morning." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. The Jim problem Ross is, is that so uncomfortable. The problem is that it's sudden, and it's so fucking random. And you're just like, Why? yeah. And there's no, yeah. There's no yeah. like build up to it. It's just like my dick's hard, and that's it. Like you leave. <laughs> it's that fast. Honor, dude. I dude. feel like one time in the Trish match too earlier, or y'all might have mentioned it. He was like, Oh, I think Trish's top almost came off. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck does that have to yeah, do? Yeah, they mentioned that. Um God. There's, fucking, it's it's wild. I'm not I'm not gonna read all of them because I have a lot of them and it's just like a it's just like a dead horse at this point of Give how me two is. with no context. Off the jump. Two of the two of the best ones, no context. I heard his grandmother knitted him a bulletproof vest. Yo, yo, listen, 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 listen. I heard that shit, and I swear to God, I don't think I have ever laughed harder at anything anybody's ever said. Like, and it's the most racist shit ever. And I didn't even be saying I laughed at it. But just so bad. Come on. What is wrong with that man, dude? You think like, he's getting fed these lines? Or you think no! that's actually Jim, like Jerry? No, no! Jerry Lawler's at home. Who else is thinking this shit? Okay, so like, listen, listen. I lost it. The Discord asked okay. one question, and y'all are ready to kill me. Listen, I. 
don't like the shit he says, but it was such a random goddamn comment. I kind of laughed a little bit because I was like, where the fuck did that come from? So, so that's like, one. No. You, have to give, you have to give Ethan another. <sighs> God. He did request two. That's the worst one. You know what I like about Christian? He's never been to prison. Can you say Can that you about that, that sucker over there? Oh, it's so bad. Jesus. What and then Jim Ross is just like, well, I he just, did go to prison. He was a dumb kid, and, and he fucking grew up. I just want to say, he on. also says that prison comment before the grandma one, so it's just like, we're like seven quotes in, and then a random, he's oh. like, grandma knitted him a bulletproof vest. I'm like, that doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> but like, okay, dude. All right. uh, this went on, man. I shit you not, for 15 goddamn minutes, and it is yeah, it's 15 it's too long. <laughs> Yeah, it's certainly overstated. It's welcome. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Casey, what did you... Uh, well, uh, does anybody else have anything that you want to add to? Because I don't want to go over 15 minutes of this fucking dog shit. Yeah, there's no need to touch on this. This Yeah. This, this... It's the same shit, thing, different guys. match. Cortland, go ahead. I got a question on it. So, beginning of this match, uh, referee shows championship to both competitors, and Booker T takes the belt. And flashes it to the crowd. How do y'all feel about Challenger touching the belt before he earns it? So, but didn't did he I not wanna, earn it before? I just want to say he grabs that belt and he shows the crowd, and that crowd lost their motherfucking minds. They yeah, were so pumped yeah. about him holding that title. Do I, bet I think they got excited thinking it was going to be a good match? <laughs> Little did they know. God, Honestly. I will say like collectively like not this match in particular but any match like doing that i don't think it's the right thing to do because it's like yeah. it like takes away like the like presentation aspect of it but like, in this one instance i'm all for it because that crowd was like fuck yes <laughs> what what if they choose it. to get heat on somebody though yeah i didn't hate it yeah <sighs> i don't hate it i just think that like there's I've always done like the whole old school yeah. shit. That's like you don't touch a belt that's yours. You never lay your championship on the ground. I don't um, shit like that. And like I hate. I even said it to him earlier night watching Dynamite. Um, like Sammy laying his belt on the ground, telling someone to come get it. Like, and a lot of people do it. And, you know, like I'm not completely knocking it, but it's just not for me. I've never enjoyed belt being on the ground or like a belt being thrown at somebody or anything like that. I hate that shit. That's I don't know why. Corlin, what'd you give it? Uh, this match I gave two and three quarters. I thought that they wrestled really well. Uh, Booker T got all of his shit in. Uh, Christian did a really cool uh, reverse DDT in this match. Um, there's just little stuff in this match that are really cool, but I probably would have given it higher. However, they went to the well a lot with uh, scissor kicks from Booker T one too many is the demise of this match for me. Um, but other than that, yeah, two and th three quarters. Pat, what'd you go, bud? Uh, look, listen, listen to me. I was high when I rated this, so I'm going to go to an actual... No, 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 no. I need to know what you have written down. You tell me right now, you son of a bitch. What did I think, what did I say, Corlin? Corlin was like, what do you rate it? I said three and a half stars. And then I <laughs> listen, 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 listen. That's what I judge nobody. Listen. Go off. And then I stopped myself. And I I, try, I was like, that's way too fucking high, obviously. 
like I'm you, apparently. Stay at three, though. Yeah, gentlemen's three. That's fair. Um, Casey, would you go? I'm I'm downright disrespectful with this match. First of all, this match was ten minutes too long. This should not have been a fifteen minute long match. Yep. I was tired by the end of this. Yeah, I felt high as giraffe pussy after watching that. I, I gave it a gentleman's two. Because it wasn't that, I thought it was an eh match to begin with, and I think the fact that it's it was so long, I was like, we did not like even like you said, like it this dragged for fifteen minutes. Mm. Did not uh, need it, Ethan. I will I will give my rating first. I went two and a half, um, and I argued with myself two and a quarter, two and a half. I went two and a half. Um, I think Cortland hit the nail on the head. It definitely like just went to the well too many times. It overstayed its welcome. But it wasn't a bad match, all things considered. I just hate how tacky the ref bumps are at this time. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Ethan, what'd you give it, bud? I'm with Casey. I went two stars. Um, I'm just tired of seeing Booker work from underneath, man. He should have been champion here, and they should have had Christian working from underneath. You know what I mean? I've had Booker as the babyface champion, you know? Fucking, and he overcome. Like, I just, nothing thrilling about this. Nothing happy. Nothing good. It's just... Booker getting beat down for 10 minutes trying to come back and then failing again, even though it's on a second, like a lower level show. It's just boring, man. Yeah. This yeah. dude needs um, his due. I will say my two and a half here is the highest rated match that I have on the card. So, uh, yeah, it was Ooh. nice knowing you guys. <laughs> All this right. I will say that two stars is the say. highest I've rated a match on this card. So, <laughs> God damn. So, uh, after this, we get, um, we get a little segment with Stone Cold and Theodore Long and it ends up at, just to cut it short it basically just ends up having uh, everyone Stone Cold letting everyone know that Theodore Long is going to be a part of a tag match later on in the evening where he's not a wrestler doesn't matter but he's not a wrestler not look the part oh god it's so bad but yeah basically it goes from it being uh, Rodney Mack and uh, Chris Nowitzki Versus the Dudley Boys, add in Spike, add in Theodore right. Long, and then after that happens, Theodore Long stomps away, and then when Stone Cold's re getting ready to leave, he runs yes. into Kane. This is the best line of the show, Casey. <laughs> Austin looks up at Kane, says, "You got a problem with me?" And then Kane just and walks that's it. off. Kane that's walks the off. end of the interaction. So now, Casey, tell us what that what that stemmed from. So you I had drop. post I had posted the reel of it on our on our Instagram. If you if you haven't seen it, go there, follow us. Check I appreciate it. Up and over pod. Up and over pod. Um, after a tag match, um, with RVD and Kane versus La Resistance, uh, Kane gets just a gets rolled up super simply. Stone Cold comes out and is fucking pissed. <laughs> He excuses RVD from the ring. He's like, you can leave now. <laughs> and he just verbally assaults Kane, just being like, what the fuck is the matter with you? He tries to, like, inspire and, and metaphorically light the fire inside of Kane. He's, like, putting his hand, he's putting Kane's hand on his throat, and he's like, what would you do if I did do this? It. Do it! Yeah. And he's like, Kane's not doing anything. He is really fucking mad. He, like, smacks him. He's like, it is... It's really great work. He ends up getting Kane yeah. like, to the point to where he's going to choke slam and he's like, do it. He doesn't. Stone Cold gets super mad, stuns, the, just gives him the fucking nastiest Stone Cold stunner and then walks off. <laughs> 
So we got that happened, and then he just punks out Kane in the fucking hallway, just like, you got a problem? Oh, I love it so much. And Kane turns his head and walks away like he a turns bitch. The best, the funniest part about the whole thing is that at this time, they're doing polls on WWE.com. Oh, those are and, my favorite. And man. they did a poll was, was Stone Cold justified and stunning Kane? And it was like fucking 70% yes. And JR was like, Jesus. Because he was like, God damn, he stunned him. That was, he was so uncalled for. And the whole crowd was like, yeah, that was great. Like, do it yeah, again. Yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit. Do your job, <laughs> Kane, you fucking big bastard. <laughs> you big I thought bitch. it was cool that, that uh, in that segment on Raw that Stone Cold mentioned that Kane beat him at Bad Blood in a first blood match. Because he, so, he, he was like... Pretty- he was like, where's the cane that whipped my ass in a first blood match at bat? Like, he... My title. Yeah, he's like, "Who? where was this badass at? And he's like, because you're just acting kind of like a pussy right now. Like, he doesn't say that, but, like, that's how he's, like, acting towards it. It was a really great thing. Like I said, I I put I put something a little together for you on our Instagram, so you should watch it. But then we get straight into Kane and RVD versus, um... My Ethan, e- Ethan, how do you say it? How do you say it? I've been practicing this now, y'all. Y'all got to get ready to clip this for the real. What you got, baby? No, no, no. You fucking ruined it, Pat, you fuck. I'll do it again for you. A louder is his thumps. There it is. Oh, the goddamn resistance. I still prefer you said it. Goddamn resistance. I don't like them apostrophes. There's a lot of resistance. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. I did want to put in a note because I had to wrote it down in that uh, segment on Raw. Stone Cold calls Kane lackadaisical, and it just made me laugh. I was like, "That's not a word this motherfucker uses." So we do we do something interesting in this match, and we do it oh. again in another match, they bring up the fact that up until this point, La Resistance is undefeated. Oh, man. I'm gonna, monster, I'm gonna give you a second to figure out who loses this match. <laughs> it's goddamn La Resistance. <laughs> What's the point of talking about them being undefeated and that being an accomplishment if you're just gonna defeat them on a pay-per-view that no one's gonna watch? <laughs> I get right. That nobody can watch because they're fucking idiots. Um, I get it if it's a big match moment, like, oh, he hasn't defeated him, or, like, he's undefeated. But, like, this was, like, a fucking mid-card ass-cheeks match. Um, it was very mediocre. Um, Kane had one great hot tag moment, and the UK crowd really did love some Big Red Machine. But otherwise, this was very far from special. Um, I'll say... That's all I gotta I'll say, say about this, that. This was better than the Law Resistance match at, uh, whatever the last pit judgment day. I mean, it's was fucking it? Law Resistance. Is, yes. is Law Resi- Rob Van Dam and Kane are fun, at least. Rob Van Dam and Kane are fucking meat Yeah. Fans. Although, I, I'm gonna, I will touch okay. on it later. Like it, I want the same I'm a rating on, on that. both. What did I do? I want the same rating on both. I don't know There's if I know. Hey, buddy. Cortland, what you got? You broken fuck. Sorry. Uh, for that match, I gave it two and a half. You got anything that you wanted to cover on it? Um, not not a whole lot. <laughs> Did you... He does, you know, his his spots. Um, Kane does his typical big man stuff: sidewalk slam, big boot choke slam. We get a double choke slam. 
uh, where the uh, legal man of law resistance stays in the ring, takes frog splash, um, five star frog splash from RVD creating the pin. Um, I enjoyed uh, any time that Kane would lift his arms and the fucking fire from the ring would pop off and RVD wouldn't be ready for it. And that He'd always be scared. Because it would always be like, you'd see him like look and like see if he's paying attention or some shit. Then if he wasn't, he would just do it like a little bit faster than usual and he'd be like, shit. <laughs> I always enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, other than that, there's not a whole lot to hold on in this match. Did you? Uh... I think it's some of the best that Kane's done in the last couple months that I've seen. Did you uh, catch uh, JR miscalling a flapjack again? <laughs> I did. He keeps doing it, and I'm like... Ethan's so happy. And I'm it. like, it, it's oh, not yeah. a flapjack. <laughs> like, you should know this. Flapjack. He's like, oh, there's a flapjack. It's not a fucking flapjack. <laughs> I think that's one of those things that JR just likes saying that word. I, I so think anything so. Anything near it, he's gonna call it a flapjack. So I think, it, I, I think yeah. an actual there's an actual flapjack spot later on, and he's like, "Oh, it's it's a one man flapjack." Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. This so <laughs> oh, this match God. went nine minutes and three seconds. That's, that's fine. Oh, it somehow it, went it somehow went shorter than the match after this, which was fucking bad. Oh, um, Mike, what did you? <laughs> Mike, what did you give this match? I went a flat two, and I almost threw up doing it. Oh, man. Even? But you gave Tess and Scott Steinemers Law Resistance two last month, I gave buddy. it two, yeah, yeah. Meant, oh, I went a star and a quarter on that. I went two on this. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were unkind to that <laughs> Scott Steiner match. It was dog shit, man. <laughs> I was where's the mesh at, bro? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that shit you used to wear. God damn it! for me, big pop. It shows uh, RVD is the only cool thing about that match to me. Yeah, I always like the, the, the what? The, yeah, what'd you going up, Pat? Two stars to you, Cortland. Did you say your rating earlier or no? Yeah, I gave it two and a half. I think. Yeah, two and a half. It gets a. It gets a. a Kind of deserved two and a quarter. Okay. <laughs> Five stars of the Tokyo Dome. Movie, I'm hitting we we then up. get probably one of my favorite moments of this entire fucking pay per view, and that's Al Snow interviewing Snow. interviewing Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> what they, a choice. They cut to fucking Al Snow, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Just but smiling, dude. But we're, we're still time of his life, we Gort. still have uh what? Tourette's He's having the time of his life. Yeah, Tourette's Goldust was <laughs> certainly a time. <laughs> My dad loved that shit too. Dude, it's so funny, man. I so paused it and rewound that once like that one area, like that yeah, that one segment probably four or five times. <laughs> Yeah, what does he say? I don't know. It's something. It's something halfway horny. He's like, ah, oh, dick, 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 or something like that. He's like, he's yeah. talking about something specific, and he's just like, whoop his ass. Yeah, I'm gonna whoop his ass. It's just such a weird moment. I have. I want to. I want to tell you all this right now. I have one thing written for this entire match. It's Rico versus Goldust. Uh, it goes, and I wish I was making this shit up. It goes nine minutes and fifty three seconds. seconds. <laughs> Five seconds. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I this don't recall the last time I've 
fallen asleep watching a match, but it almost happened like seven times. This was... Dude, I wish I could have watched you fall asleep to this shit. I was like, I was dying watching this. I was like, there's no way I'm going to make it. I don't remember almost any of it because it's that bad. It is... (laughs) This is where the You Screwed Brett happened, though. It happens again. Well, I wrote it down for you. So, I'm sorry. Uh, Rico's out first in the exact suit they use for SmackDown Shut Your Mouth video game. And uh, <laughs> this is like, I think a little bit after that. Hold on, hold on, hold on real quick. Rico has an underrated song, bro. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, he does. You look so good. Good to hear me. Okay, real quick, I need to interrupt y'all because Goldust says you can expect the unexpected. I faced Rico tonight, and I'm gonna beat the tally whack, tally whack, 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 tally ho out of this man. (laughs) (laughs) And Al Snow's face is fucking crazy. He's like, where did they pull Al Snow from for this? I don't care. <laughs> this segment was the best segment on this whole fucking pay-per-view. He said, I'm no, going to beat the tally whack. Tally whack. Whack, whack. They just got... Whack, whack, whack. Tally whack. Tally whack. Whack, 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 whack. Like, what a mess. Can we clip that for this week? Oh, we're going to. You can stitch my shit and uh and gold dust. Oh whack, god! Whack, 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 whack. This was something else. I'm, I'm gonna watch that again while y'all talk about. All it. right. <laughs> so uh, there's a really cool shot from Gold Dust entrance. It's all the way behind the ring, kind of from like uh, original announcers' tables. Uh, it's a really sick shot. I have that written down. There's a lot of you screw Brett chants for old Hebner tonight. Um, it seemed to show up first in this match. Uh. It seems like Rico's calling this match, which is kind of awkward. I figured that Goldust would be the vet in that situation. Um, Goldust doesn't look so hot, especially in selling. Uh, there's near fall after near fall that fall flat. Uh, Rico misses a moonsault. And um, they even mention for, I feel like, the first time maybe ever that Goldust is Dusty Rhodes' son. Um and it was right as he landed a bulldog. He's like, Dusty's son lands a bulldog, some shit like that. Uh, for a long two, there's ten punches in the corner that Goldust audibly, um, <laughs> like, he, like, audibly does his, Dude. Uh, like, the gimmick of Tourette's. Goldust <laughs> Tourette's shit. Like, every punch. Ha! Ha! It's so funny. It's so funny, man. Goldust, like, <laughs> listen. Dustin Rhodes is severely underrated. He's underappreciated as shit. I think, and I I want to jump in really fast. I feel like, to to what you had said, Cortland, I feel like because it is, it's Dustin and Gold, like Goldust is in this match, and like this is kind of one of the first times that Rico's like kind of by himself. Like they had made a, a comment that like he recently just left Three Minute Warning. Like he like left I'm alone. So like I feel like they're almost kind of like using this match as like a hey like let's see how you can do because like gold gold dust can do whatever the fuck he's been around long enough he's a solid worker so i almost feel like they were like hey like like you call this match and like i'll just carry us through it 
but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to cover. Yeah. I want to cover the small, the small shit that I have written down. The small things. Firstly, why is Rico dressed like he should be in the Yakuza video games or a background carrier, uh, character for Death Jam Vendetta? Um, secondly, uh, this shit sucked. Goldust power slam ruled. That's what I have. Yeah. Uh, that was the big thing about yes. this finish that they did yes. a power slam that Goldust does every single time he wrestles. It is picture perfect. It's hard to think of anybody else who does it better than him and Randy Orton. That's just my opinion. Nice. Uh, Cody Rhodes, that man, he'll do it every fucking week. Uh, he said, he said better. <laughs> he said better. Yeah. It's not that great. Cody's got to um, set a table on fire to make it good. Yeah, he looked like shit tonight. Um, he always looks yeah. like shit. So uh, I, gave a, I gave this match a gentleman's two. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I gave it two. Cortland, um, what are you doing here, bud? I know it's the holiday it's not, season, no, but like, you've got to be just generous. I, I wanted to give this match a star and a half. But when it comes down to Goldust doing 10 punches and stuttering through them, I give it a half star. That's fair, That's fair enough. That's fair. fair. That's fair. Uh, Casey, what'd you give it? That was one of the first times that I had laughed this whole pay-per-view. Oh, dude, dude, I fucking laughed. <laughs> 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 so what'd you give it? So I want to just mention the only thing I wrote for this match was eh? <laughs> It's just like it was. It was a match, I guess. Um, you don't have to give it a star and a half, but I'm going to. Uh, it was. I just like. I just like. I don't understand why this match felt like it was an. It was a sixty man Iron Man match. Like I was so tired watching this, and it dragged on for so fucking long, and I don't feel like it should. Have. Did. That was it's good. just not good. I gave I gave this <laughs> I gave this match one and three quarters, bro. Look, um, I will say this because you just said it, and I agree with you. Goldust's Tourette's shit was probably the most out of pocket fucking story. Of life. Like, awesome. Does anyone was like, sitting in the back one day? I was gonna when ask. Like, does anyone like, remember where this started? Because I, I don't. Yes, I, yeah, I, I do. Okay. I do remember. Okay. I do. I, <laughs> I've been watching the show, Yes. After. Uh, yeah, he gets thrown into an electrical box, gets shocked, and then okay, I remember now. Fucking! Who wrote this? Who wrote it? Your boys, man. My fucking boys. Yeah, Me. Man. Probably Goo works. No, the Goo bro. <laughs> Probably Do any of you guys remember the shocking though? Do you guys ever remember him getting electrocuted? Like, now that you say it, right it it's like a deep it. memory, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll Hold my hands. Hands <laughs> way over here, body yeah. out here. Just do it. Yo. Fuck off. I gypped it. Still, this is fucking crazy. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold the fucking phone. God damn it, dude. Oh, God. This is the fucking just... I cannot believe we sat through this. Check the group chat. Enjoy it while you can. It's popping through right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
on his knees, Ethan. forehead on the wall. Ethan, what'd you give this? It's the first match to break the two star trend. It's a star and three quarters. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about higher. Um, oh no, buddy, nothing uh, breaks two stars on this. Show. I feel real bad about what I gave this now. Um, I went one flat. This fucking sucked ass cheeks. It was so fucking bad, dude. It was horrible. This was terrible. I was like, man, maybe Rico is one of those hidden gems. And then I watched this match and I'm like, wow, I would do anything to never watch that motherfucker wrestle. It was terrible. Oh, Moving forward, we had a beautiful oh, tribute man. to the late Freddie Blassie. Yeah, so uh, in, in the Raw, it's, shut up. In the, the go home Raw that <laughs> happened the week prior, he literally, they get like a notice an hour into Raw that Freddie Blassie had passed. Wow. They're like they're like in the middle of like I don't even remember what they were exactly doing, but it was like randomly, like JR's like oh just just so everyone knows like we just got told that Freddie passed like an hour ago, and then yeah you get a really nice touching little tribute to him. You get a beautiful one there. Mm. Uh, then, then we have Chris Jericho's highlight reel. Um, Chris Jericho comes down which to the went ring. for. Ever. This yeah. was my the favorite part of this thing. On this my whole, favorite part of this two matches is uh, we get a Fozzie suck, not Fozzie sucks, but Fozzie suck sign in the crowd, and yes. I wrote, "Buddy, if only you knew what Fozzie would be eighteen years from then." Um, that everybody in every arena Chris Jericho's ever in sings one of their songs. In all fairness, um, he's a one-hit wonder. Like oh, name, me, sure. name me one two-hit. Two. What other song? Break the walls down. Was that his? Uh, like the remaster one is, like really? the new one. Well, Isn't that wow. his vocal track over it? I have, I have no that idea. That doesn't count. I want to say um, Jericho got his cheap heat moments on the mic and eventually brings out his guest Eric Bischoff. They both talk shit to the English crowd. Now it comes Old Stone Cold. Uh, he and Bischoff go back and forth about their fifty-fifth year co GM, <laughs> and Austin says he's changed the Kevin Nash Triple H ma- uh, main event to a street fight. They all drink a beer. Stone Cold stuns Jericho and then stuns Bischoff. Awesome stuff. Good stuff. It was I, great. We a couple, Do we need to linger on this? A couple, a couple of quick things. It's 20 pints. How much liquid is that? One pint. Two pints. Two pints. He makes... He, I, forgot, I forgot what he exactly says, <laughs> but he says something that actually makes Jericho laugh. Like in the segment, which was very yeah, funny to yeah. me, because I was like, he broke character, like, and that seems almost impossible. Yeah. Uh, he said he bought one of his shirts at the merch table, and then he said he's out of, to- out of yeah, toilet paper. Gimmick, and he's, 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 he's like, I bought one of your shirts at the gimmick stand because the, the they're, yeah. they're at toilet paper. And Chris Jericho actually fucking laughed, and I was like, that is not easy to do. Yeah. Um, um, really quick, twenty pints, three gallons worth of beer, no big deal, just casual. Not, not shocking, Pat. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, three um, gallons. Liquid so gallons, two real. He drank it all. Two real quick things. One during the highlight reel, uh, Jr. calls Bischoff a stool sample. Yeah, Don't really know why that was so funny to me, but I was like, it was like we're just like Jr.'s just on a different fucking planet at this point. Um, stool samples and diapers tonight. Stool samples and diapers. Also on the raw. Before this, because at this at this point in time, he Jericho's feuding with Goldberg. He fucks with Goldberg's car, 
and Goldberg goes on this like wild goose chase to go find him. Uh, Jericho and Christian end up getting put into a uh, tag match, and at the end of that match, Goldberg comes out, attempts to spear Jericho. Jericho moves out of the way, and Charles Robinson takes the nastiest fucking spear I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, he gets folded in half <laughs> in the air and, then like, lands on yep. his fucking head. He gets fucking drilled. And I was like, I have to let someone know that this happened because he gets fucking murdered. But this is <laughs> the, this is a goddamn Royal Rumble length long highlight reel. It is so fucking long. It's really long. It's long. But, dude. It's good. What What are we doing if this whole card, you look at all, like, we're going to get to it, but, like, your co-main is Steiner and Tess. You have that as your co-main, but you have Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho in the same building right now. And you're not going to give me that? Like, you can't give me that. You're going to give me a fucking 20-plus minute highlight reel? We don't give a fuck about the UK crowd, brother. No, we don't. <laughs> and the next match proves that. And Blue, they can suck my boss So we have... We're not there baby. yet. So we get the extended trilogy version of the Lord of the Rings episode of the highlight reel straight into Teddy Long, Rodney no, Mack. We get, we get Triple H no. and Ric Flair. Oh, we get Triple H. My brain fucking hurts at this point. End this tonight. There you go. Rick now Flair, we can move on to Rick Flair's spazzing out, dude. Oh, Jesus. Rick Flair is fucking mine. In all fairness. Foreshadowing. In foreshadowing all, him being one of the only good things about the main event. In all fairness. Yeah, that, boy, that boy bleeds like a... We have man, a pay-per-view. Like a stuck pig, like a we, stuck pig bro. we have a pay-per-view, and then literally a week to the day, we have another pay-per-view where Kevin Nash... And fucking Triple H running hell in a cell. But before we get to that, we had to put them through a street fight match. It makes no fucking sense logically at all why we're doing this. But like, I guess it's like, well, we went to fucking England. We might as well give them a show, boy. Oh, God. Hmm. And now we got a six man tag. <laughs> the Dudley Boys versus Rodney Mack, Christopher Nowinski, and Theodore Long. And Dudley Boys does include Spike Dudley. Um, Devon and Rodney Mack start this match. Quick pin attempts by both. There's a really long wait for someone to catch me outside spot per usual. Uh, there's a double flapjack from Bubba and Devon to Nowinski. Uh, what's up, headbutt to Rodney Mack? Spike pins Teddy after Mack accidentally hits long. Um, post match, Harvard boy gets a 3D through a table. That's essentially it. This match star in three quarters. I, it's not great. Nine minutes. The entire and match was seconds. built up for Theodore Long to take a bump, and it was his own partner Rodney Mack that took him out. Star and a half. I'm done talking mm -hmm. about it. I have a, I have a Jr. quote. Or not oh, Jr. I'm sorry. We have a Lawler quote. It's racist. <laughs> oh great. Sorry, Jr. I had to sneeze. There's a lot of international fans here. Met a Chinese fan this morning and she sneezed in my face. I might have mad SARS disease. He said mad SARS disease. Yeah, he did. He said mad SARS disease. Does Jerry Lawler wow. just spend his time thinking about how racist he can be? Yes. Like, yeah. dude, you're old, also, you're greasy. 
I might God, be I might be the only person I had no recollection of who the fuck Rodney Mack was and finding out that he was a part of the Baldies and I was like hey <laughs> I was like I remember that part of him but like I don't remember him during this time at all God this was uh, why was this about, nine minutes uh, I don't know it, it feels it's too long <sighs> it's way too long but in the three D through the table afterwards. He gives him no fucking momentum, and Devon hoists that boy up. Like, he went fucking sky high, and he had no momentum. He didn't jump, and you, like, see Devon notice it, and he's like, fuck you, and just throws him. Devon was like, you're going through this table. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm not botching this in front of these fucking pieces of dog shit. They've had a terrible night as it is. The match, they were... This is the highlight. Team 3D hadn't even gotten into the ring by the time that the crowd was chanting, we want tables, they were like, we are, someone's getting put through a yeah, table, right. or we're having a this, fucking... This, this match was June. Yeah. They, yeah. If they didn't, if he didn't get put through that table, we were going to have a riot. Like, <laughs> yeah, was like, by the hook or crook. Thing been, the easiest thing would have been is to just have this match go the way it is, but at the end, instead of whiskey going through it, do Teddy Long spot. Do the power bomb from the turnbuckle that so many women have taken safely as hell. And if you watch those back, Bubba lands on his ass to the table every time. Oh, yeah. No one is going through this table. Like, he's not truly trying to hurt you. I mm-hmm. think that's one of the safest spots that you can take in wrestling. It's a Bubba bomb from Bubba Ray Dudley. Like, you're probably no hands that you're safer in the table spot than him. In my opinion, I mean, Mae Young's so, taken dude, that spot like that seven crowd, times. That so crowd, she's dead yeah. now. That crowd would have <laughs> ate that shit up. Yep. Especially if he got more involved in the Jazz Trish Stratus match. That crowd eat it. That crowd want him to get put through a table later. And then you give it to him, man. You would have. That crowd would have been on their fucking feet. Mm-hmm. Pat, what'd you give this? But nobody. Right, what I give it. Yeah, one and a half stars, bro. It shows ass. <laughs> Ethan, I, <laughs> I love the Dudley boys. I don't like to ever rate anything that they do low, but like, Mero, I could give a shit less, man. <laughs> After the match was the best part about it. Uh, Teddy Long is. Oh, <laughs> please never ever go. <laughs> don't, don't put Teddy Long in no more matches. As long as I ain't watching that, I'm fine. Jesus fucking Christ, that shit was god awful. Mm. Ethan, would you go? Oh, 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 oh. Rodney Mack. I, I, I have this written down. Rodney Mack does a pump handle slam at one point and literally lands on his face. And I think it fucks him up, rings his bell. Because he does it and then stands up and falls right back down. Bam, oh. yeah, like... <laughs> All right. Ethan, would you go? Star in three quarters. Same. Casey, would you? Okay, well, I went a star and a half. I went a star and a half. I'm really glad that we just wasted as much time talking about this piece of dog shit that we did. Uh, and can we not take time talking about this next match? Oh, no. We're going to take the time. <laughs> oh, no. We get Scott Steiner versus Test. Val Venus. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Val Venus comes out. He's your special guest referee. Then Stacey Keeler comes Where? Man. It makes we no sense. It showed, it showed I, one horny UK girl they in the crowd. They like, didn't. They oh. didn't. Is the thing. There's no mention of him being on the Raw. There's no mention of the pay per view. He just comes out because they were like, "Fuck it, 
Chief Morley's here. We got to get all the UK girls all horny. <laughs> Yeah. So he's still a better rap right down the middle. I'll say something. I'll say something controversial. Uh, I still feel like Valvinus is still a better ref than half the refs on the roster, though. He's a very bipartial ref. He is. He does call that shit down the middle. Whatever. Right. (laughs) Stacy Keebler comes down. She announces everybody like the Scott Steiner and test into the match. Um, Jim Ross said 41 and a half inch Jeez, legs. Shit, not, that, not that I've measured them. I heard it on television. And I'm still confused as to how Jim Ross is the horniest human when he is in uh, the UK. Um, J- JR then, when Scott Steiner comes out, goes, Do you think Steiner makes Stacy holler if she hears him? I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just he like, I don't like horny JR when... no more. <laughs> yeah. JR gets mad when Tess interrupts Stacy doing the road like oh doing my the God. again. He goes, Dude. Oh my gosh, she was gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah, damn him. Damn that test. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Anyway, God this, this fucking sucked. Uh Stacy stops yeah, Tess from using a steel chair horrible. and counter hits a reverse STO for the pinfall. I don't want to talk about this very long. Start a quarter. I could have taken a shit better than this fucking match. This went six. Um, this is once again the co-main event. It goes six minutes and 49 seconds. At least it didn't overstay its welcome. 15 fucking minutes for Christian and Booker T. I was that like, I'm true. going to bed. I'm tired. I'm just glad that they kept the storyline. Like, because I hate both of them together. Like as individuals, but together with Stacy involved, I don't really hate the storyline. I'm like, fuck it, let them all be horny for who cares? Like, it, it's getting them out of it. They're not in a title contention at this point, so like, it's not hurting any. Like, it's not hurting anyone. Just let them let them <laughs> have their fun me. in the corner. You tell me. You fought. <laughs> SWW, you fought. To get Scott Steiner to sign. Yes. I'm, I'm leaving it alone. Let's move him on. Star in a quarter. Star court. Star court. Are we just going to do star in a quarter all the way around? Is that fair? That's just that's fair. <laughs> I literally gave this match. <laughs> that's all right. I understand it. It does not deserve that quarter for me. <laughs> I do not give a shit about either of them. You're trying to tell uh, me that horny JR yeah, doesn't deserve I, that? I don't, I don't care. Horny JR deserves at least that, that quarter. I would have given this a higher rating no. if they would have had JR down there measuring Stacy's legs. Let's be honest. <laughs> just, just him in the side leg. <laughs> you want a two star from me, buddy? Get your ass down there with the measuring stick. See if it's really 41 he has to come back up and be like, I don't really know the measurements because we're in the UK, so it's not, it's in meters, it's not in inventions. I'm looking to see when Rodney Max spiked himself on his fucking head. <laughs> well, we got to the match that we all came here to see. Oh, the only reason why we're watching this godforsaken pay per view. No, we no, no. It's not the only we fucking reason. Just we, should, we shouldn't have done it. Oh, 
No, no. I was hoping if I watched it early enough, I can like plead my case that we could like not do this, but then like I kind of forgot. So here we are. I was like, maybe we could just skip this one, but I was like, no. Technically, he defends the title, and we decided we were going to do the whole reign of terror, and this unfortunately counts. So we get fucking Triple H versus Kevin Nash in a street fight match. And it starts out with, and I just want to just, I don't understand why we keep doing this. And this has been a thing that's been going on even until up until recently. Triple H has Flair in his corner. Shawn Michaels is in Nash's corner. But then Earl Hebner tells us that if either one of them interfere in a street fight match, that they'll be ejected from the match. And I'm like, there's no rules to the match. Who the yep. fuck cares if they interject? Because I, <laughs> I can't tell you how many street fights I've seen people jump in in my life. Exactly. <laughs> I want to play a very fun game with you guys. Oh. And it's, and it's how fast into the match does Ric Flair cut himself open? 90 seconds. 90 seconds? Man, I'll go 40, 46 seconds. 46 seconds? Pep? I'm going 52 seconds. Um, I'm going to say a minute and a half. 90. From Bell, it is a minute and 38 seconds. Jesus. There's match starts. Match starts. There's a (laughs) stare down. Eventually gets spilled out into the outside. Rick gets involved. Sean chases him around. Mm -hmm. They go to the other side. Sean throws Flair into the into the steel pole <laughs> and he fucking just stabs the ever-living <laughs> shit out of his forehead and is bleeding so aggressively once again a minute for a and he's not even in for a match he's not even it, in it a, doesn't matter a minute like, and 30 seconds in he is for triple h baby <laughs> he I believe for the rain of terror it's, you know what, you it's know? so fast and so much that even JR is like, is he already bleeding? <laughs> like, it, it's that fast. It seriously makes the point of how I view this match. To me, this is how I'm going to view it for my own sake and not being a negative Nancy. This match, this was Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair in a street fight with Triple H and Kevin Nash in the background doing something. That's how I view this match. Because the only good thing about it was the Sean and Rick shit. They were bumping, they were selling, they were gushing. What's insane is that he gets busted, he blades like a sound bitch. They then get ejected from the the match. And then an actual match takes place for like, how long is this thing? For fucking probably about 14 minutes. And then eventually they come back out again because Ric Flair tries to interject. And then Sean comes in a minute later. And the then they just keep fighting. World title match. <laughs> it was such a clusterfuck. How fast is that blade job, though? Dude, he hits Dude, the ground so fast. He goes under, uh, under, under the ring, and it's like he just does this. I and got he you. Just fucking I got gets you. Right up. It's like three. It's it's you can pull. Floor. He lands seconds, and he's covered. Yeah. Five seconds from hitting the yeah. pole to literally being like, and he's leaking. He is bleeding so much. What a fucking piece of shit. What a god. 
and then just fucking smacked his head one good time. Because, like, dude, you can watch TNA promos of Ric Flair, and he's just cutting a promo in fucking suit. And he just fucking Hits slapped himself his head, and time. old scars just start fucking open. Just start tearing oh, open. That's it, bud. He's so got, there, got fucking there's, paper skin. There's nothing pretty about this match. Fucking everyone takes bumps. Fucking there's three refs get assaulted in this match. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Let me break what... it down for you real quick though. Um. So you said HBK and Flair are ejected. Um, Nash takes a does a flat back to the game on the steel ramp that looks devastating. Nash finds a chair somehow that meets his that meets Triple H at the ramp. Finally, back to the ring for a boring ass another elbow oh. drop from Nash. The chair, um, the chair. Triple H goes to the back. It's fucking, it's a crazy spot. That's why I remember it. Triple H literally goes to the back, comes back, and it's like not even, he's not even in the shot yet. You just see Kevin Nash throw a punch, and Triple H comes into the shot. Boom, chair's flying. Fucking <laughs> chair's flying. <laughs> Kevin Nash takes up the chair. It's just cool. Right. Good spot. Uh, Triple H finally gets control back in the ring from uh, after a low blow. Uh, he's working Nash's knee. Triple H uh, does a scary corner spot where he gets Irish whip, falls to the outside. Um, a headshot from Nash from the steps. Um, refs down again. Low blow to Nash. Rick's back. Chair shot to Nash. Double team on Triple H hits uh, the new ref. HBK is back. Sweet team music to Rick. Triple H brings in a sledgehammer, but HBK slows him down, but catches a pedigree for his troubles. Nash lands a jackknife on Triple H. Rick pulls the third referee, Charles Robinson, from inside the ring out. Nash attempts a jackknife on Rick, but a sledgehammer catches him. That's your one, two, three. Triple H retains, making this insurrection over... And it means absolutely nothing Great. in character building, story development. They spent so much money for nothing. Yeah. And I have now wasted our time and your time. I also just want to say <laughs> they're, they fly all these people out. They make this an event. They don't figure yeah. out that the arena that they're no. in cannot handle the pyro. Because nine ninety percent of this six, this match is sixteen godforsaken minutes long, and for half of that, you could barely see anything because fucking Big Daddy Cool's pyro just blankets the crowd in smoke. It's just a constant haze. I don't understand why this happened. What'd you give uh, this match? Honestly, you go first. Yeah, two and three quarters. Look, <laughs> <laughs> the look of okay. horror on Mike's face. Look, look, look. The match itself. The match itself. Diarrhea. Off. Half a star. <laughs> half a star, man. One star. Half a star. Everything that happened in this twenty fucking minutes. Was inner fucking painting, dude. Oh, like it was entertaining as fuck. So yeah, I give it that for that Pat, reason. I'm stunned. Um, it, I'll go next. I'll go next. I give it a, a star and a, uh, three quarters because uh, yeah. this match fucking sucked. Um, nothing good about it other than Ric Flair 
cutting his fucking face open. The old bastard. Oh my god. Dude, there's small spots in this that are good for me. Like oh, the backdrop on the, the fucking ramp drop. was sick. Yeah, on the ramp is very cool. And, and he also, Triple H takes one of, if not the best jackknife powerbomb ever. Because I, he knows is, when to let his body go limp. Because he knows Nash is just going to drop him. It's not your typical powerbomb or last ride. He gets you just up enough to let and you just, go and he backs it. Up. I and don't like, understand why. Timing. But yeah, it he's... looks cool when it's done right. And Triple H knows how to land it right. And it, dude, it, it just looks cool when he does it. It just looks like he's like, he gets him up all the way and he's like, oh, fuck your heavy, Nick. Let's you go. Like, it's just. It's... Yeah. Which is cool. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's better than like, uh, I'm trying, I can't think of the rest. Maybe it's Sid Vicious I'm thinking of that like throws you up. And like takes those fucking steps with you, oh, and like just like eats you, yeah, fucking around. Yeah, yeah, I think that was because Sid and the Razor Edge are the same, but yeah, it, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I think that the jackknife it, it's more believable to me. You're picking up a 250, potentially 300 pound person. Of course, you're not gonna be able to fucking throw them up on your shoulder, lift them higher than your fucking head, and walk with them. Like it's it's unrealistic. Throw that dude up, get him up as what seems to be as high as you can get him, and you just fucking let him go. And that's good shit to me. Broke old Paul but White's neck that, doing it. Couldn't get him all the way up. Um, Casey, would you go on this? Gave it two and a half. I mean, this Man. it's the it's the little things in this where I'm just like, you gotta give. I mean, Flair's a piece of shit, but, like, he almost died. Like, that dude almost bled was to I death. Was I that exhausted at the end of yes. this? Like, yes, you were. You've had a long day. Um, um, it has nothing to do with this match at all. It's just from the Raw previous. It is the worst finish of a match I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. You had Triple H, Flair, and Randy Orton versus Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and The Hurricane. Yeah. And... Randy goes for a cover, goes one, two, Hebner goes to check the Hurricane's shoulders, and then just goes, ring the bell. And the entire, he, he literally does like the slot, the hand slide that they do, and then was just like, doesn't count a three, just goes, ring the bell. That's it. And the whole crowd lost their fucking mind. Like, San Diego was pissed as shit. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I had to watch it. I had to... They were just so confused because they were like, that was a three count? I just, this, like, this, everything revolving around uh, up until this point, because obviously I, have, I haven't watched this Hell in a Cell coming up next week in a while. Everything up until this point is horrible. There's like a bunch of like back like behind the scenes shit that's like really cool. Like they had the power bomb on the announcer's table last week and then you have, you know, fucking Ric Flair literally cutting his fucking head open this week. But like this is this I don't once again on paper, like this should just be better than it is and it's not. It's it sad. <laughs> yeah. It is sad. Ethan, what'd you um, give this? Next week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, between a star and three quarters and two. 
I don't know. I gave it two at first just because Sean and fucking Ric Flair were great. <laughs> I mean, the work H and Nash did nothing for me. It was just so uninspired, and I just they did nothing to make me be like, oh fuck yeah, this is a title match. They're going for it. It was just like they're in there moving around doing shit. Flair and Shawn Michaels, I like they was fighting for their damn lives, dude. But yeah, two stars, I guess. <laughs> or did you give oh. yours? Do what? Did you give did you yours? Give your rating or no? Um, I don't think I did. I think I went two and a half. Oh, okay, well, it's fine. This match, uh, yeah. this this whole pay per view is exhausting. Kind uh, of understand why we no longer did these like... anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all made sense. It all made sense. Oh, fellas, oh, yeah, anything man. else um, you want to add before we wrap this thing up? I could bust it, court can bust it, however you want to do it. Bad blood next oh, week, right? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, bad blood. Bad blood, way better. Bad blood, two thousand and three. I love this. Uh, I'm, I don't really remember this pay per view as much, but I do remember loving the pay per views. Bad blood as a kid. So I'm really excited to revisit it. Um, I always loved the entrance of it. Um, we get a. Uh, I'm not going to go over the whole card, but we do get a redneck triathlon between Stone Cold and uh, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> yep. Not to give you uh, where right. it is on the card, uh, but it is your co-main. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then we get a 21-minute match between Triple H and Kevin Nash. Now, mind you, this is eight days after this, this, this pay-per-view that we just watched, right? Insurrection. Yeah. Eight oh, days later, you, know, the, you have Bad Blood. The card is exactly the same, man. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's yeah. Just, it's that's bad. why I was saying this is literally a house show pay-per-view raw. It's just, it's like yeah. all the mush together because it was like basically most house shows are kind of what you're going to get for, you know, what's to come. So it was just like a test run, but we also we just Sean got... and Rick, though. We do get Sean and Rick, so that is a oh, highlight. We get, we get fucking Goldberg, Chris Jericho. We get Sean and Rick, we get Goldberg and Chris Jericho, and we get a Hell in a Cell match. It's a, it's a It makes up for yeah, the fact that forget, we had to watch this. Sean and Rick, we'll yeah. see if it makes up for the fact. That's the thing. And we'll test again, baby. Oh, Don't forget uh, Steiner and Chess one more time, baby. Oh, man. At least Let's I, see if they can it's, make it's it. It's the second match on the paper. At least that's the second match yeah. on the pay per view. It's all right. We'll take that. All right, y'all. Let's wrap it all up. All right, boys. Let's get out of here. Uh, check us out uh, tonight. I imagine we're dropping this Friday. Check us out tonight. Immediately following AEW Rampage at Pro Wrestling Truth live stream on YouTube. Me, Mike, myself, and Ethan will be there um, talking all things AEW current. Um, check us out there. Like I said, Pro Wrestling Truth. Follow Up and Over Podcast on Instagram. Follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast. We deeply appreciate all of your support. And uh, soon we'll have ads to help us get further along and reach more people. So uh, hopefully you're listening to this at work or around friends that enjoy pro wrestling or casual fans of wrestling. Um, spread the word. We appreciate you being here with us. I'm Corlin. This is my forever tag team partner patty mills yes 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 ethan lewis the ever so sweet florence god casey el gordo and the ever loving no longer big money he is mike just thank you so much just mike. Good night.